there, and welcome to Good Podcasting, the show designed to help you create, launch, and grow your podcast. My name's Brian. I'm here with Chase. Yep, yep. We're the hosts of the show, and today, you may have already guessed, we're talking about microphones. Microphones. Thank you so much for joining us on Good Podcasting today, and you guessed that we're talking about microphones, and this is, a, I feel like, a way more complicated topic than people realize. Absolutely. You know... It, I, I, we found that out when we started yeah. podcasting, we just bought some microphones and right. we just ran with it and we thought it was really simple. We quickly learned it was not. Yeah. And, and like you think of like the, the, the components you need for a podcast, you have to have a microphone of some type. You have to have a microphone. But what type of microphone you have really matters. It does. And you might be tempted to go to Target Mm-hmm. And buy a microphone. Do they have microphones at Target? They do. I bought okay. a microphone at Target. <laughs> I might be telling. This is not a hypothetical. Yeah, this situation. is not a hypothetical. <laughs> this is a legit. And this was after. Wait, wait, time out. Did you go to Target with the like expectation to buy a microphone, or you were at Target and found a microphone? That depends on whether or not my wife is listening to this episode. <laughs> so no, there okay. was a microphone I had in mind okay. and I'll just, it, it was the Blue Yeti. It was a really popular microphone that everybody has. Everybody sells it. So it was really readily available, except it wasn't at the time uh, because it was like in the middle of 2020 when all microphones were sold out mm-hmm. and you couldn't find one. Uh-huh. Target had one left on the shelf. I was there for something else and I was like, ah. Oh, I've been wanting this microphone. I don't know why. I already have microphones. <laughs> but this is the only one. I can't buy them on Amazon right now. You oh can't buy them wherever, right? Yeah. Target had one, so I snagged it, Chase. Well, that was just confused because in my head when I think, I need a new microphone, like Target is not the first place to pop into my head. No, it's not. Right. So you happen to be there. They I had happen one. to be there. Okay. But they do sell streaming equipment now, and they do sell microphones, mm. and they do sell... They sell some decent stuff, so it's not a plug for Target, but hey, Target, if you want to promote, like if you want to advertise on the show, we would be happy to promote the microphones that you sell. I just didn't like the one I bought This is when the ad pops in and says, shopping today? I don't know. I was going to try doing the Target ad, but it was bad. (laughs) So if there is, insert Target ad here. If you you didn't hear my voice and you actually heard a Target ad, it's because they chose to sponsor us. Yeah, and we made big time then. We're we're rich now. Yeah. No, so... um, yeah, so it wasn't a hypothetical. I what the reason I shared that was uh, a lot of times we don't think about the microphone. We we mm-hmm. there's one that we saw on a YouTube video that seems really popular and we we got to have that mic. Oh wait, that mic's $400. Right. I I'm not spending $400 on that mic. So I'll buy this mic that I see in a lot of other YouTube videos, mm-hmm. right? And that's what I did. The Blue Yeti is just a really popular one. I didn't need it, but I thought it's a USB mic. It plugs right into my computer, which we'll talk about in a second too. Yeah, uh, it, it would make life really easy, mm-hmm. but it didn't work well mm-hmm. in my space. And okay. so that's a big factor too. Yeah, good. So we're going we're gonna to dig into all of that. What types of mics are there? Uh, we'll talk a little bit about um, pickup pattern, which is important to know. Uh, but then, yeah, how do you how do you plug it in? That kind of thing. So yeah. I feel like we have a lot to dig into. Let's just go ahead and jump right in. Yep. Um, and I, I know you've even done uh, an episode uh, before. We may do another one as well as like you've done like sound recordings from each of the mics. Yeah. So we're not even going to do that today. Today is more specific in how do I find the right mic for me. Right. So let's first talk about what are the different types of microphones 
and what are the advantages of them? Yeah, so there's several different types of mics. The two most popular that are good for podcasters are dynamic microphones and condenser microphones. Okay. And simply put, a dynamic microphone, it picks up what's directly in front of it okay. best. Okay. Uh, and we'll talk, we'll talk about polar patterns here in a minute, pickup patterns. But it rejects a lot of the sound that's coming from behind it, that's coming from the sides of it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, it, and that's because it's not really sensitive. So dynamic microphones, you have to be really close to, typically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like th- that's what we're using here. The Rode Procaster is what we're using here. That's a dynamic microphone. And we're two inches yeah, right away from the microphone. Mm-hmm. We're right up on them. And so you're not hearing a lot of fan noise, air conditioner noise that you can hear. If we took our headphones off, we'd hear it in this room. If the dog's whimpering in the other room, this is going to reject a lot of that noise. A condenser microphone, though, is much more sensitive than a dynamic mic. Mm -hmm. That's because it it requires power. So your mixer may supply phantom power Mm. to Yeah, I've seen that before. You've probably if you've got use a mixer, there's this little button that says phantom. Yep. Right. That doesn't mean a ghost is going to come down. (laughs) So yeah, what exactly is phantom power? Yeah, phantom power is what you need to power a condenser microphone because it has a a component in it that it is it's for lack of a better term, maybe it is the right term. I don't know. So uh, like an amplifier in there. Mm, So mm -hmm. when your voice hits it, it amplifies that sound because it's powered and then sends that signal back into the mixer. Yeah. Which means that it's much more sensitive Mm -hmm. and it's going to pick up a broader range of frequencies in your voice. Mm -hmm. So your voice is going to sound crystal clear, Mm. typically uh, clearer Mm-hmm. than a dynamic microphone that can potentially sound a little muddy because you have to be so close to it mm-hmm. and you get that proximity effect, whatever. We that we don't need to go <laughs> all there with it. But the condenser microphone ultimately is going to be very sensitive. So if you're in a well-treated space, mm-hmm. it's going to be the mic to go with. Okay. If you're in a space that has a lot of hard surfaces, mm. that condenser mic is sensitive enough that it's going to pick up your voice multiple times as it bounces off the walls and reverberates. So we'll talk about space in a minute, but those are the differences, dynamic and condenser mics. So dynamic, straight on, real close, but not a lot of background noise. Condenser picks up everything, but also you're going to get different quality sound for your voice, Mm -hmm. but you got to have power to it. Yep. Yep. And it's going to, it's going to pick up everything in your voice, but it's also going to pick up fan noise. It's also going to pick up, you know, anything that's happening typically. Yeah. So, so determining which type of mic you need is really going to be dependent on your space. Right. So talk a little bit about space. Before we go there though, Chase. Oh boy. Uh, do you remember we bought really cheap microphones and <laughs> tried to figure out how to use them and neither one of us knew how to mix. And so we just, and you know, by really cheap, we mean we got a three pack for like less than a hundred dollars, I think. Oh, Chase, it was thirty dollars. <laughs> it was it was a forty five dollar kit that was on sale for thirty dollars when I bought it. But all you need is a mic. It's fine. It'll work fine. And quite honestly, it wasn't terrible. No. For what we were doing. But it wasn't great. But did you do you know if they were dynamic or condenser mics? Uh, I'm going to guess dynamic. They were. Yeah. I wouldn't have known that at the time because what alerted us to that is 
a year later when we went to upgrade our mics yeah. and we went to Sweetwater and talked to a sales engineer <laughs> and said, hey, we just we're doing a podcast. We're a year in. We want to upgrade our equipment. We need some new mics. What do you recommend? Yeah. He goes, well, do you want dynamic or condenser mics? <laughs> I remember you and I looked at each other and which one of us is going to tell him? We have no idea what that means. <laughs> you tell him. No, you tell him. <laughs> I think I, I had to. And I was finally like. You're the pro, you tell us. <laughs> and then he talked about other things that we were like, all right, man, we don't know what you, we, we don't even know. Just, yeah. So let's jump right in. Yeah. yeah. Like I say, we can come back to room size in a minute. But yeah. So the next thing he says is he talked about pickup pattern. Yeah. And same thing. You tell him. No, you tell him. What Dude, we didn't even know what a dynamic <laughs> microphone was, and you're throwing pickup pattern at us. We had a microphone and an XLR and a mixer. What more do you need to know? Yeah. And and you alerted me that I needed an interface to even plug that into my computer. I didn't even know that. Right. Um, yeah, so, so pickup pattern, yeah. Yeah, your pickup pattern, there's going to be a couple that you're going to want to pay attention to. Uh, cardioids, probably. No, time out. What is a pickup pattern? Let's start there. Yeah. <laughs> Good. That's why you're here, Chase. <laughs> exactly. The pickup pattern is basically what it sounds like. It's how your mic picks up your voice, like where you have to be positioned mm. for that mic to pick up your voice. So there's a couple different ones. A cardioid polar pattern is probably the one you're going to see the most if mm -hmm. you're looking for microphones and mm -hmm. cardioid sounds like heart mm -hmm. right cardio cardio yeah. cardioid so it's this pickup pattern that kind of is in the shape of a heart that starts at the diaphragm of the microphone okay it's like the kind of the indentation of the heart mm -hmm. and then it comes up and around the front of the mic so your voice has to be kind of in that so let me give you an example mm -hmm. right now this is a cardioid pickup pattern mm -hmm. and I'm within the range of it mm -hmm. uh, in the, the, the base of the heart now. But mm -hmm. if I back up, it's still going to pick me up, but I'm out of that pickup pattern. It's not mm -hmm. picking me up in an ideal way that it is now. And so you went straight back. I went straight right? back about a foot. Okay. So again, when you think of pickup pattern or polar pattern, you imagine if you were like from the top view of the microphone looking down, right. that, that heart shape kind of goes out from the front. So even from the side then, because you're not picking up as much yeah. from the sides as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And when you have to cough, get outside of that uh, pickup pattern, and you're, you're just fine typically. Yeah, if you don't yeah. have a cough button on there. So cardioid, cardioid is probably the most common you'll see. Most common. You'll see some super cardioid, okay. which it, it narrows the sides of it mm. and extends the length of it. Okay. So those might be like shotgun microphones. If you're, mm. if you're doing a video and you don't want your mic in the picture, okay. that might be one that you mount above the camera, just off camera. Yeah. That's going to pick up a longer distance, but it's not going to be as wide of a pattern. It's so, going to be so, more narrow. So the guy holding the boom on a video, that's usually going to be a shotgun mic, you think? Yeah, it's going to be a shotgun mic, probably a super cardioid pickup pattern, yeah. Okay, cool. So cardioid, probably the most common. You think that's probably cardioid in general would be a good one for people to listen to and look out for. Yeah, typically. Uh, so we we joked about the Blue Yeti earlier. The yeah. Blue Yeti, people like that because it has four different pickup patterns. Okay. And it's super versatile, right? Yeah. It's also a, a, a condenser microphone that we talked about. Mm -hmm. So it has a cardioid polar pattern. It has an omnidirectional, which means it'll pick up everything all around it. So if you're, it sounds like it would work well. Right. If you're sitting across the table from someone and you just have one microphone, do that. And it, it does. 
Sure. But so, it's going to pick up everything else. So too. you and your friends want to start a podcast. There's four of you. You're on a limited budget. We got money for one mic. Yep. Um, you say uh, omnidirectional. Omni. Omnidirectional. Yep. We'll pick it up. Sound from anywhere in the room, so everybody can talk. The mic will pick up that one. That yep. would be uh, a good way to go that way. Yep. They also have a, a bi-directional on the Blue Yeti, and some microphones do it. It's, I don't think it's as, as very common, mm-hmm. um, but a bi-directional is it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a cardioid pattern, basically, on the front and the back of the mic. Okay. So not so much from the sides, but if you're the two people, limited sure. budget. Sitting that on might a be, table, yeah. yep, it's, it's facing you, the other half's facing me. It's picking up from both sides, yeah. but not like beside us, maybe right. just you and me in front of each other. Yep. That might be a good option. So let me just say this, though. If you are on a limited budget, you're also likely not recording in a well-treated space. Mm -hmm. And so while that sounds like a good option, it might not be the best option. So Mm. I think the Yeti is like $130 typically. For a little bit more than that, you can buy two dynamic mics Mm. that will will pick up your voice just as well closer to you mm-hmm. and reject a lot of that other background noise that that uh, that condenser mic is going to pick up so gotcha good so cardioid super cardioid omnidirectional bidirectional any other ones the the yeti has a and this isn't again a commercial for the yeti but it, it's got a stereo pickup pattern too okay. which i i'm not totally familiar honestly with mm. what that what that is but i would just say it kind of as we wrap up this this piece of this on mm-hmm. pickup patterns mm-hmm. look for something that's a cardioid or super cardioid pickup pattern as a podcaster you're not going to be typically too far from your mic mm-hmm. and you're you're probably going to want to have a mic for everybody <laughs> that yeah, you, sure. you have in the room so uh yeah so you can again if you're balling on a budget you can get one omnidirectional just know you're going to get a lot of other background noise right um, so you're going to have to treat your space well. Yep. Now let's go ahead and jump into their space. What you, what spaces work well? What are some, and gosh, we'll probably have to do a whole episode on space now that I think about it. Yeah. But, so Cliff Notes version, uh, how does space affect your microphone? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a great question. And one that I hadn't thought about at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew we needed some sound treatments when we started. Remember yeah. those cheap little you, sound you things made, I made? You made them. <laughs> I made them. And I made the ones up here, yeah, too. Yeah, they're good. We're not, the, we're not I, knocking on homemade I, ones, but no. those homemade ones. Yeah, <laughs> those homemade ones were, were bad. I learned how to do it. But anyway, uh, your space matters because your voice travels. Mm. And you your ear is used to it. So if you're just talking in a room that is completely empty, Mm-hmm you will hear the echo mm. in the room. Mm-hmm. If it's hard walls, hard floor, nothing on the ceiling, you know when there's an echo in the room. Mm-hmm. But if you get in a room that has maybe a bookshelf, a desk, mm-hmm. a chair, that echo isn't going to be as noticeable. And so your ears used to it and might not hear it. Mm. Uh, you might not recognize it yeah. uh, as easily, but it's still there. So if you are in a space like that, and your ears not necessary, or you're not aware of it. Your ears still picking it up, but it just kind of tunes it out. It's mm-hmm. got that like noise cancellation feature, sure. if, if, because you're a human being. Mm-hmm. But your microphone doesn't have that mm. necessarily. So your mic is going to pick up those those echoes that are bouncing off of those walls that your ears not typically hearing. So you're going to get to your mix 
and you're going to go, why do I hear my voice two or three times? Mm. And it's, it, it, it's just going to be the, the reverb bouncing off the walls, right? So your space matters in that sense. That's why I'd say, you know, a, a condenser mic is not a good option if you're sitting at a typical in, in an office situation mm-hmm. or you're sitting at your kitchen table yeah. because you've got a lot of space. It's not intentionally treated. Mm-hmm. And so sound's going to bounce around. So for most podcasters just getting started, a condenser mic again is great because you can, it gets all the range of your voice, but you're pretty much got to be in a studio is what you're saying for a condenser mic. Not, not necessarily just a treated space. So treated space could be, a blanket hanging on the wall that you're mm. facing because okay. that blanket's mm-hmm. going to absorb those sound waves. Uh, and not as many are going to bounce back. You, uh, some people, I don't know that people still do this, uh-huh. but when podcasts were just beginning, people were recording in their closets. Oh, sure. Not yeah. to hide from their family, <laughs> but because Brian's being weird again, <laughs> <laughs> because your closet typically has a lot of clothes hanging in it. And those are all soft, soft surfaces that are absorbing and it's kind of dead if you walk into your closet Mm -hmm. and you close the door it's kind of it sounds kind of dead right and that's that's why people do that so it doesn't have to be a studio i again this is a studio it's not a well-treated studio so i Mm -hmm. typically don't use condenser mics in here for that reason but i do have some sound treatment on the walls i've got a rug on on the the floor floor. now Mm -hmm. uh, and some some simple things like that so i think that's really important to consider when looking at getting a mic is um, look at where you're going to record. Um, right. And if you're planning on being in your closet every time, that's fine. But at some point, you know, if you're looking to change or do an interview or other other guests, uh, you're not going to have that luxury. So be aware of where you're going to record and what that looks like. Right. So that, again, you the, the hope here is to get good quality sound the best way you can, depending on where you're at. That's right. All right. So we talked a little bit about what types of mic dynamic and condenser. We've talked about a little bit about pickup pattern. Um, the next part I think is really important to discuss would be USB versus XLR. Yes, USB versus XLR. Now that I knew the difference. Okay. Yeah, but I didn't know how to plug an XLR mic into my computer. <laughs> you were like, wait a minute, this has three prongs on it. My computer doesn't have one of those. It doesn't have a circle port <laughs> to plug this thing into. Circle port. That's good. So, so yeah. So for, again, if you're brand new into this XLR would be like the microphone cable. It's more of a sound cable. Again, it's got three prongs on one end. The female end, uh, has three hole. <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> what else I, I was waiting. To, I was just waiting. They say like, you can't even do that anymore. Like male and female. It's like, you're not supposed to use those terms oh, like master boy. and slave, like yeah. for, for lights. You can't yep. do that anyways. Um, Okay, so for those of you that are brand new into this, uh, XLR would be more of a uh, like audio cord, audio cable, um, and then USB would be um, again something that would plug into your computer. So again, you've probably heard USB, USB. Maybe you've not heard XLR, but you've heard microphone cable, right? Because they're usually pretty interchangeable there. Yeah. And so for me, I went into it thinking. Again, so I had a mobile DJ business. I did um, sound in churches. We want quality sound, so we got to have XLR. To me, USB seemed cheap plastic, plugs into your computer. <laughs> so yeah. let's talk about each of them. What are some advantages, disadvantages of, of the two? Yeah, I, I think that's kind of the initial 
perception I had as well mm-hmm. of USB that they don't sound as good as XLR mics. And that's typically the case. So if you have uh, Shure makes a microphone that they, a, a USB version and a, an XLR version, the MV7 and the MV7X that sound very similar. Mm-hmm. They, they've engineered it to, to sound very similar. Yeah. The XLR sounds a little bit better, but not you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars better potentially like it used to be. Yeah. Right. And so if you're looking for a simple setup, a USB microphone that plugs directly into your computer that you can record into GarageBand or Audacity or Logic or whatever you use for Mm -hmm. your recording software is going to be a really simple way to go. Mm -hmm. There's really cheap USB microphones out there, no doubt. So you're looking for a deal Right, you can you can find a USB mic for twenty or thirty dollars mm-hmm. on okay. on Amazon yeah. or at your local Target or Walmart store. Um, <laughs> if you happen to be at Target, if you happen to be you at don't Target, need to make a yeah. special trip. I there. didn't buy a thirty dollar <laughs> that time. I bought three for thirty dollars XLRs. Anyway, so you can still get XLRs that are cheap too. Yeah, you you, you certainly can, but it, it's a simple way to go. But there there are some really incredible USB mics out there now. So the the perception that they're cheap and not high quality is is out the window now. They're a little bit more expensive, but sound quality wise and the software that they come with to help you mix and it, it help you process the sound that's mm-hmm. already built into the software so you don't necessarily have to do it yourself is really, really good stuff now. Yeah, I would say Within the last few years, again, we started recording. How long ago was that? Five years? 2018 we started. So yeah, right. Close to five years ago. That was kind of the case. But like you said, technology has advanced so much within the last few years. So Yeah, just in the last two, I started seeing some USB mics that I'm like, Mm. I want to throw out my stuff and get that USB mic because it sounds so good. Sure. So, So don't be afraid of a USB mic. Because you can get the same quality. Yeah, Um, or close to it. Or close to it. For a comparable price. So so we'll, we'll come back to which one's right for me, XLR or USB, but we need to touch on XLR because like you said, you can't plug an XLR directly into your computer. That would be great. Mac, the, the <laughs> next time you update the M14s or whatever, if you could put the circle port on there. They, they, don't, don't, they don't have room for them. And plus Mac makes you buy a dongle for everything. Yeah, anyway, that's true. So. Yeah. And it's not called a circle port. I just threw that out there to make Chase <laughs> laugh. That's what it is. It is. Yeah. 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 So yeah, you're going to need a, an interface, a USB interface. So that XLR cable plugs into the interface that then has a USB cable coming out that plugs into your computer. So you're going to have a USB connection at some point, unless mm-hmm. you're recording onto an SD card mm-hmm. and plugging that into mm-hmm. your computer later, right? And, and that's possible too. But so, yeah, if you have an XLR mic to get it the, the get it into your computer, you're going to need another piece of equipment, which I knew nothing about. Right. right? So, so there's an interface, but also there's mixers. And again, probably another full episode, but Cliff Notes version. What's the interface? What's a mixer? What's the difference? Yeah, a, a mixer is you can. It's got the all the knobs on it that okay. you can mix sound, mm-hmm. and that's what I was like, man. Chase knows how to do this stuff, <laughs> and you were like, kind of no, but but I was like, well, I don't know anything, right? So a mixer, it, you can you dial in your sound on the board. Mm-hmm. An interface, you plug your XLR cable into it. And you take the USB cable out and plug it into your computer, and it just transfers the signal from an XLR to a USB signal. 
now something like the Roadcaster Pro that we use mm-hmm. is both. Yeah, it's got a little bit of the mixing capabilities on it. You can't dial well, it in. Most of your volume is up and down, not necessarily yeah. EQ and things like that. Yeah, it does have that, but it's automatic, so you can you sure. can dial in on the sliders. They're just not the little knobs. It's a mm-hmm. little little finicky, if you ask me. On yeah. if you're trying to dial it in yourself, so you can get a mixer that is also a USB interface, which is what we initially used too. is a really mm-hmm. cheap mixer USB interface. So yeah, that's, that's the cliff notes version. Gotcha. Good, good. So then which one is right for me, Brian XLR cardioid condenser, USB, all yeah. the things. There's a lot we've talked about so far, which one's right for, for me. Yeah. Again, it depends on, I would say what sound are you going for and what space are you recording in? And then I could make recommendations based on that. So if you were in a space that is untreated, uh, not professionally treated, even somewhat homemade treatment, I would still say a dynamic microphone, cardioid or super cardioid polar pattern. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to be close to it. If you're looking for simplicity to plug directly into your computer, go USB. Mm -hmm. If you want a little bit better sound that again, you've got to weigh your options on, you know, the, the cost ratio that you want to spend and the sound you want. Mm-hmm. You, you'll, if you get XLR, you need an interface and you'll need a, a cable to get it into your computer. Uh, so that's going to take up more desk space too. Yeah. That's so, something to consider too. Yeah. So consider that. Besides just the space that you're recording in, you have space for your equipment. Right. Because I think, again, we were stuffed in your tiny little office and we had to move things around. Yeah. Um, and we probably had way more equipment than we needed the way we set it up on that little desk. And I would, yeah, I don't know. I may do things differently now, <laughs> uh, knowing what I know now. But if you go with the condenser mic, just know you're going to need to be in a space that's treated uh, for sound. Your closet is not, but it works just as well. Mm-hmm. So something with a lot of soft surfaces, surround yourself with moving blankets that are just going to dampen that reverb and that echo, a condenser mic could work just well, just fine. Mm-hmm. So then again, back to then USB versus XLR, it really kind of depends on the space you have for equipment, your budget for buying the extra equipment needed for an XLR versus a USB. So a lot of things to consider. Um, right out of the gate, what are some recommendations for just getting started? Need a decent mic. What are some of your favorites? Yeah, I knew that question was coming, so I was trying to formulate my answer uh-huh. on that. Um, yeah, I, I think the the Shure MV7 okay. is a mm-hmm. high quality USB mic. It comes with an app that uh, that helps you process the sound even so you don't have to do a lot of mixing and editing and post there's a shore mv7x that does both usb and xlr okay that would be an option maybe you could compare it to i i use Rode mics mm-hmm. uh so the Rode procaster is a good dynamic microphone it's an xlr mic uh, that runs in the 200 dollars range mm-hmm. uh we you and i have used the Rode pod mic yeah. as well that uh-huh. is 99 dollars, mm-hmm. and it's a small little mic great sound small but mighty small but mighty uh, but you're going to need an interface for that too um so those are the kind of maybe off the rip the mm-hmm. xlr and usb mics that i i might recommend if you're looking for a mixer i love the roadcaster pro it's a fantastic mm-hmm. all-in-one it can process the sound you, it can record your sound to a sd card and you won't even need the usb mm, sure. capability but it's fantastic to have 
if you want to record directly in your computer. It does processing for you. If you want to do that, you can bypass the processing and just get the raw recording. If you like, like me, like to do the mixing and post-production. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a fantastic all-in-one studio. If you don't need something, it's kind of expensive. If you don't need that, the Focusrite Vocaster is another, mm-hmm. it's a new newer product mm-hmm. out there that you can get the Vocaster 1 or the Vocaster 2, and the 1 and 2 just means that's how many mics it can handle. Okay, sure. Uh, but it has auto gain. Wow. You set the gain where you want it, and it adjusts everybody's voice. To if you have two, yeah, to all be the same, to all match that. It has a couple different like voice enhancement features. Mm. So you can even, you can't, well, you can't dial it in uniquely like a mixer. Mm-hmm. You can pick which of the voice settings sounds best on your voice. Okay. And sure. your guests, if you have the two and you have two microphones, you can set them differently. So individually. Yeah. Nice. And okay. then, yeah. And then it has two headphone outputs. So you and your guests can listen. So uh, the Rodecaster Pro and the Focusrite Vocasters would be the my two go-tos right now mm-hmm. there's a lot of other ones i could recommend sure. that are just as quality we just don't have the time to get yeah, into so those today. will all be full episodes yeah uh, but what i'm hearing you say is is basically be intentional again look at your space everything else but be intentional with getting more podcast rated type of equipment yeah because again i i have a uh sm58 right which is a basic microphone that i use for djing is not necessarily a great mic you know live sound is not necessarily a great mic for podcasting it it can be mm-hmm. it can be uh, i know a lot of people that still use the the 58 uh-huh. the sm58 for podcasting so it can be you don't need the the broadcast microphone but that's the sound i like so yeah i wouldn't rule it out if it's an affordable mic it has it's got a good mic capsule in it that mm-hmm. I've learned is the same exact one as the most popular SM7B mm-hmm. mic that everybody wants. It's four hundred dollars. Oh man, it's it just processes that sound a little differently. Right. So so yeah, there are tons of options out there. Like I said, do your research if you need to. Message even message Brian uh, SummitCityStudios.com. That's it. There are tons of good options depending on your budget, your space, everything else. We definitely feel like you can find good options to give you good quality sound based on what you're looking for. So thanks for listening once again to this episode of Good Podcasting. Uh, We're excited you're here. We'd love to, as Chase mentioned, we'd love to hear your questions on microphones, episodes, anything related to podcasting, how to put it together, how to record it, how to produce it. We'd love to hear those questions. We'd love to help answer those questions. So send them our way, summitcitystudios.com or hit us up on Instagram at Summit City Studios and we'll talk to you next week.